You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into Final Pitch, News Talk 830 WCCO. Game two of the three-game series between the uh, the Minnesota Twins and the Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers tonight get the best of um, the uh, the Minnesota Twins, 5-3. to three. And we'll take your phone calls here at 651-461-9226. Uh, that phone number again, 651-461-9226. But I do want to mention something that Chris Atterbury was just mentioning there at the, uh, the end of the broadcast there on the post-game show. And I uh, – I'm still here just sitting here in the press box and I'm looking at the field and I see on my phone and I see a text from Hammer and I'm thinking about Vince Gully, man. And uh, Chris just mentioned it there that he's passed away at the age of 94. And in my opinion, everybody pales in comparison to Vince Gully. So iconic, such a legend. And you talk about a broadcaster that, to me, embodies perfection. That is Vince Scully. And he painted the picture so vividly for sports fans, specifically baseball fans, for so many years. Not just, you know, um, just in terms of, like, just for, for baseball fans, right? But just for anybody. He was so spectacular, and he's just one of those – once-in-a-lifetime broadcaster. So my thoughts go to anybody that's a baseball fan, anybody that, like myself, is a fan of Vince Scully. Um, Vince Scully, once again, passing away at the age of 94. And I'm sure that that will uh, come up um, in uh, on late night here a little bit later in the evening. But tonight here at Target Field, it was not a good night for the Twins. They fall to the Tigers 5-3. to three. And I'll say this, the, the sense of this entire day and even going into the ball game, it wasn't necessarily about, at least to me, it didn't seem like, well, what's going to happen tonight? Or what's the pitching matchup? Or, you know, who, who, do the, who do the Tigers have going? Or who do the Twins have going, right, even though it's Twins baseball? It was more of a sense of everybody looking around and thinking about the the trade deadline and what will the Twins do. And, yes, the Twins did go ahead and add some new players, and specifically we're talking about pitchers both uh, in the starting rotation and in the bullpen. But that just seemed to be the the thought that I had earlier, and that just seemed to be the talk. And it was everywhere today. As you're walking into um, Target Field, 
Uh, I'm walking through the uh, the media gate and talking to some of the people, and just you know, you look on social media and everybody's freaking out about all these different, um, you know, a million different trades, right? <laughs> and Juan Soto and oh, look at the, look at what the Padres are doing. But I think the Twins fans were looking and saying, well, what are we going to do? And that just seemed to be the thing that everybody was talking about specifically a little bit earlier, more so than a pitching matchup tonight or, you know, the the fact that, you know, Buxton was, was not going to play tonight and he still got the worrisome knee. So we'll get into all of that a little bit later. Uh, but tonight on the field with the, uh, the 5-3 loss, um, I think that something that is frustrating some fans – um, and I and I and I get it, right? Like you look at Chris Archer, and he got the start tonight. He went four and a third, um, gave up a couple of hits, uh, walked three, struck out eight um, on seventy-seven pitches. Um, did not factor in the uh, the overall decision for this this baseball game tonight. But I think that when you look at Archer and what has been his starts here for the last what month and a half. I think that that level of frustration is there from overall Twins fans in that um, he's getting the starts, but he cannot go deep in the ball games. Now, I will say this. As much as I know that Twins fans may be frustrated at that fact because they're like, okay, we're getting three inning outings, we're getting four inning outings, quite frankly, this team across the board has had some struggles in that area, not just with Chris Archer, but from other pitchers as well. And that's part of the reason why they made some of the moves that they made today, both with adding an arm and that starting rotation and also um, with what they're trying to do there um, to shore up the bullpen. That was the reason why that was what they identified as issues and what we know have been issues and what they're trying to shore up. Okay? Um, it, It didn't you look at tonight, Griffin Jackson, he, he gets tagged with a loss, and he had that. And it's funny because we talked about him last night, and I think a lot of people looked at this season, and they said, okay, who were the pleasant surprises? And the names that came up, the top three names that came up um, via phone calls were Geo, with how clutch he's been in his at-bats um, and what he's been defensively, Jose Miranda, and what he's been able to give this team. And then also Griffin. But tonight was not Jackson's night. He went a third of an inning, gave up three hits, three earned runs, walked a batter, struck out one on 24 pitches, and he gets tagged with the loss. So it was not a good night for Griffin Jackson, although this season he's been he's been pretty solid. But uh, I think he kind of wears it tonight a little bit in the Twins' fall to the Detroit Tigers. But want to line up some phone calls from you guys at 651-461-9226. Here on Final Pitch, your thoughts, your opinions, perspectives on tonight's ball game are welcome. We'll take a break, come back, get to those phone calls next here on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to Final Pitch News Talk, 830-WCCO, 651-461-9226. That's the phone number here on the show. If you'd like to weigh in, give your thoughts, perspective, opinions about tonight's 5-3 loss to the Detroit Tigers here at Target Field. Uh, game three tomorrow to wrap up the series, 12-10 first pitch. Um, also, just a quick reminder that tonight it is a Twins Ticket Tuesday uh, presented by Miller Marine. Uh, we will be giving away a four-pack of tickets for this Sunday, August the 7th, against the Toronto Blue Jays, who actually they made um, a move today. I think they acquired, was it Whit Merrifield they acquired from uh, the Kansas City Royals? I'm pretty sure that that's who they ended up grabbing. But uh, every Sunday, Target Field is Kids Day with kids' meals at just $4. This Sunday, 
Target will give away the first five uh, to the first five thousand kids, twelve and under, a back to school backpack. So make sure that you're listening because you know what we do. When you hear the uh, the stinger, the sounder for the twins, it will be caller number three at six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll win that four pack of tickets uh, this Sunday, August the seventh, against the Detroit, uh, not the Detroit. Um, Tigers, the Toronto Blue Jays. My apologies, Toronto Blue Jays this Sunday. That'd be quite the stint in Minneapolis if it was Detroit <laughs> staying here the entire week. All right, um, but something that came up um, a couple of times here in the last couple of hours is some being a little bit frustrated at the fact that the Twins, um, when you think about the issues that they've had here the last, uh, let's say, month, we'll ballpark it, even though you're a first-place baseball team, is you've got um, a team that's had some issues with the starting rotation, a team that's had issues with the bullpen, most notably, um, but some people clamoring for another bat. And I know that me and Hammer were just kind of like talking about this a couple of minutes ago, but in the commercial break, when I think about the things that this team, this organization, has had to look at and say we've got to address – I have to be honest with you, Hammer. I don't I, I don't think that we're living in a world where you're going to address every single thing before the trade deadline, which was 5 o'clock um, earlier today. So knowing that, and you start jotting down on a list, what are the things that you need to address? What are the number one priorities that you have to deal with? To me, a bat was not at the top of the list. That, that just, that's, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's not at the top, and it's not second. Of, in, of all the things that you had to take care of, shore up, you wanted to add another arm, okay, that potentially you could put in your starting ro- rotation. And Tyler Maley is, is somebody that I think a lot of people look at and says he's a good arm to have. You think about your bullpen. And we had the question about a week or so ago was who do you have confidence in or the most confidence in in that, uh, in that bullpen. When you add an all-star closer and Jorge Lopez, I, I think that you feel a little bit better about your situation now because maybe that frees up um, other guys to feel comfortable about not having as much pressure on them. Where does the bat fall in? The, the bat falls further down the list than those top two things. Hammer, wh- where are you at with that? No, I, I'm very happy with what the uh, Twins did at the deadline today. I mean, obviously we knew the bullpen needs to be addressed. They got two relievers, so they addressed that. I would need an extra starting pitcher. They address that. For me, the bat was a luxury item. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I'm not happy with what they're doing at first base, but they have to do it based on what they have to work with. I would listen to get a true first baseman, but you know what? These deals are hard to make. There's a lot of variables going on there, and you know, trying to be on the same page to get a bat is not the easiest thing. I think Falvey and crew did a very good job on filling major holes right there, and I'm very happy with what they did. The other thing that I do want to mention, and I, I know that we talk about you know adding a bat and all this stuff, I think more than anything with this team this season, the thing that we have to do, okay, this is the number one thing that they have to address. Forget about the bullpen and forget about the pitching, but we're talking about strictly offensively. I will say this, Hammer, this is the because this is a major factor in why this team has struggled at times to score runs is runners in scoring position were leaving way too many opportunities out there. And tonight, this team 
was 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to get it. That's not going to do anything in the postseason. So when you and we've seen this the entire year, how about we had a stretch for a couple of weeks where it seemed like every game or every other game, the team um, in the first couple of innings had an opportunity to have big innings, and you're not able to scratch runs across the plate. That those missed opportunities will come back and bite you. So I know that we're talking about, and some people are kind of a little bit frustrated because they didn't go out and add a big bat. If you if you if you take care of business when you have those opportunities that are presented to you, in the way that they've been presented to you all year long, right? Then I don't think that we're having that debate as much. 0 for 8 with runners in scoring positions, not going to cut it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what team you are in what division. You have to take advantage of those opportunities, bottom line. So if we shore that up and look, you get Buxton back, um, and we know how much of a monster he is, and hopefully knock on wood, he can be relatively healthy and you know be more available here in the second half of the season then the sky's the limit. But I think that that starts – I think it starts from within. I don't think it's anything about looking across the league and saying, okay, we got to add this guy to the lineup. I think we've got enough right here in this lineup. Yeah, but I, comes, didn't, I didn't feel that way about our bullpen, and I didn't feel that way about our rotation. No, no it comes down to basically our lineup being able to stay healthy. Like, you know, if you have Kirilov healthy in left field, Kepler's healthy in right field, Buck's healthy in center field, those are guys who can put runs on the board. Yes. And that's what we need that more consistently there. I mean, obviously, I would like a true RBI guy to hit cleanup because I don't think we have a true cleanup hitter at the moment. But, you know, we've seen guys that hit cleanup there like Miranda or Shella at times. They've done very well. So has Sanchez. So, I mean, we do have bats there. It's just a matter of just giving the right spot and consistently coming through. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 651-461-9226. That's the phone number. Twins fall to the Detroit Tigers 5-3. to three. Uh, Coming up next, uh, we'll get to uh, recapping the game, get to the highlights, and get to some of the post-game reaction here on Final Pitch. All right, final segment of Final Pitch here on News Talk 830-WCCO. 651-461-9226. Twins fall tonight to the Detroit Tigers, 5-3. to three. Neither of the uh, starting pitchers tonight factored into the decision. Matt Manning went five innings, gave up five hits, three earned runs, four walks, a strikeout on 78 pitches. Chris Archer, four and a third, gave up a couple of hits, two earned runs, Three walks, eight strikeouts on 77 pitches. Uh, Griffin Jacks, I, I must have jinxed him last night. We praised him, hailed him as one of the surprise uh, contributors this year, and he has been that. But I praised him maybe a little bit too much uh, because he went a, a third of an inning, gave up three hits, three earned runs, a walk, struck out one on 24 pitches, and he gets tagged with a loss for the uh, for the Twins. And for the uh, – for the Detroit Tigers, Jason Foley, he ends up uh, with the victory um, tonight. He went an inning, gave up one hit, one walk on 13 pitches. All right, let's get to the uh, the highlights, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Oh, my bad. Before we get to the highlights, my apologies. Kelly Maple Grove, she has called into the show. Hey, Kelly. Hello. Um, yeah, so I was just kind of uh, wondering, what was Griffin doing uh, when – he was trying to get the out, and uh, Miranda was trying to get the uh, the out, and yep. 
Miranda was trying to go up to his right, and then Griffin was like, uh, Griffin was trying to go out there, and then Miranda just kind of stopped and. Wait, was he confused or was there yeah, some so, kind of... So, so I'm glad that you brought that up because that was a key play um, in which the the um, the batter, he grounds it um, towards first, and it's a play in which, and this is just the way that I saw it, Kelly. Um, I think that Miranda's got to charge that ball and he, he's got to toss it to the pitcher who's covering first. In that particular situation... It was like Miranda was confused a little bit, and as opposed to going for the ball, he runs to the um, he runs to the base. But the ball's already behind Griffin Jackson. He really doesn't have a play on the ball, and so neither guy gets it. and And that started off that inning, and it ended up um, being a, a big time difference maker. And it was it was a it, it, that was the downfall right there for that inning. Yeah, and I do agree with you about Archer. And I do agree that Archer, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, that start on Sunday was just, yeah, it was, it was just icky. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I, I got you. I, right. th- th- thanks for the phone call from, from Kelly Madison of Maple Grove. And, and I'm glad that Kelly brought that up because I should have mentioned what happened there in that seventh because um, you had um, Haas with the single. And then you had, uh, which, well, you, that misplay right there because I think Miranda's got to make that play. And so you've got a run on first with nobody out. Castro strikes out. Jonathan Scope, he walks. Then Badu singles um, in a run. Green singles in Scope. And then uh, Javi Baez, he singles in, in Badu. And, and, I mean, all heck is, is breaking loose in that, in that particular moment. But how did you – let me ask you, Hammer. How did you see – what was your – um, what was your thought on that play? Because I thought that that play, that that was on Miranda making the mistake. Yeah, I think he just uh, got a little results of the base path there. I don't think he read the play right. And just, you know, unfortunately, yep. his base run error killed a productive inning. Because I mean, if he runs the bases smartly or so. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, we're, we're talking about when. The fifth when, No, we're talking about Griffin Jacks when oh. he, the, um, the misplay there where the ball gets past him, he's going to cover first, but Miranda also is going to cover first. That's a ball that Miranda's got. That's a play he's got to make defensively out there in the field because that's what started um, everything to snowball there in the seventh. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the first business play. He's got to make that play. He's got to make that play. Yeah. Agreed. I'm, I'm totally in agreement. I'm sorry. I think about the fifth in the base running here he made. No, 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 no. That was, that was the thing that really unleashed Detroit having a big inning there in the seventh. All right, so let's get to the highlights here. Game two of the series between Detroit and Minnesota. We start in the third inning. In a moment to remember for Mark Contreras. Contreras to right field and deep. Back it goes. Deep it goes. And gone. First big league home run for Mark Contreras. And the Twins take a 1-0 lead. That ball landing in the plaza in right. I mean, how cool was that? That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And I think that everybody was thinking that the moment it 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 uh, left the bat, they were like, okay, I think that that's, that's out of here. Me and Drew Howerson were watching it, and we're, he was like, oh, uh, that's that's gone. A few batters later, Nick Gordon, he made it 2 nothing. 0-2 pitch popped up, shallow left near the line. Badu racing in with the play, shallow left, he'll catch it. Arise will tag, head home, the throw is going to be offline. Arise will dive and score. 
That's basically the fastest I think I've ever seen Luis Arise run, or close to it. I didn't think he was going to score on that play, but uh, he got it done. He absolutely got it done. All right, it was stayed that way into the fifth inning where an old friend got the Tigers on the board. And a pitch hit down the left field line. Not well, but that could be in a well-put place. It is. And it's going to get by Jake Cave, and that's going to allow the runner. Castro to come around third. He'll score, stand it up. Jonathan Scope with a stand-up double, 2-1 to one, Minnesota. And two batters later, Riley Green, he tied things up. And a pitch. Hit down the right field line. That's going to land fair. It's going to go into the corner as Contreras is going to get it back in. The runner, Scope, is going to score. And the Tigers have tied it up here in the top half of the fifth inning, 2-2. But in the bottom of the fifth, Minnesota will retake the lead. The bad news is some some bad base running into the, uh, the inning prematurely. And the pitch swung on, hit into right field fairly deep. Should get it. As the right fielder is going to field it, Correa is going to try, throw to the plate. It's going to one-hop, cut off, throw down to second. And the runner is going to be out at second. Correa will count. He crossed home plate before the out was recorded at second base. So the Twins on the sack fly RBI by Nick Gordon take a 3-2 to two lead. And that was the play that Hammer was talking about where Jose Miranda, eh, that's the second consecutive night that between Miranda tonight and then Gordon last night, we got to do a much better job. We go to the seventh, and that is where the Tigers will rally, starting with a former Twins prospect leading the charge. And the payoff pitch, ground ball right side towards the hole, base hit right center. Haas will round third and score. Scope's going to make third base. Akil Badu ties the game of the seventh with an RBI single to right. And it's a 3-3 game here at Target Field. All right, the next batter was Riley Green, again giving Detroit their first lead of the game. Arise playing shallow on the dirt on the right side. Line to short. Correa can't make the play. Gets by him into left center field. Scope scores. Going to third, Badu. And Riley Green puts the Tigers on top 4-3. And following that, Javi Baez, he gave Detroit an insurance run. And the pitch line to center field. That's a base hit and a first pitch curveball. In comes Badu, 5-3 Tigers. And that will be your final. Uh, Detroit wins 5-3 over the Minnesota Twins this evening. All right, that's going to wrap up final pitch here on the good neighbor, but don't go anywhere. We jump into late night. That's next year on News Talk 830 WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 